And uh, hello, how's it going? Um, my name is Josh Horsfall, part of the podcast that doesn't actually have a name yet. And I'm here today by myself. Um, I was supposed to have my partner, James, with me. However, unfortunately, today he's getting a colonoscopy. He um, met a very interesting cat on the weekend. And uh, yeah, I'll let you figure that one out afterwards. But yeah. Anyway, it's just me, myself and I here today at the wonderful JMC Academy. They're letting me borrow the studio for a bit of a recording. Very funky place. Quite a few tripods around here, if you know what I mean. Um, anyway, yeah, we don't really have a name yet. It's kind of a new podcast. I don't really know what this podcast is actually about. It's just me really talking out my wind here. But we'll think of a name at some point if Jimmy ever recovers and comes back. But yeah, for the first time, this is our uh, first episode. Well, my first episode. He'll be in next episode, I hope, if there's a next episode. To be honest, it's probably just going to be me talking to myself. There's probably no one actually listening to this. But I guess that is what it is. It's good for the psychosis and psyche. And speaking of myself, what I get up to on the weekend? Um, Diddly squat actually had the old NRL and AFL grand final jeez what a what a game of sides that was you had the two cats playing each other then you had another cat team play the Melbourne Storm so it was pretty pretty bit of a cat fight eh <laughs> oh Christ almighty um AFL I'll be honest I really don't care about it it's a pretty uh, standard sport doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to me and I think three blokes got a concussion from the AFL Grand Final, which, you know, kind of wraps that one up. But good old Gablet Goblet Jr. wrapped up his career. What a king. What a slaphead. Um, shame to see the shoulder go in the opening two minutes, but, hey, eh, what can you do? They fought a pretty good fight, but unfortunately, like Jimmy did on the weekend, they got blown out. And, uh, look, good on them. Good on them. They tried. They failed. And... Dusty Dustin Munn, the absolute brother, man. What a king, bro. Absolute legend. One of the greatest of all time already, bro. Absolute king. He um, picked up whatever the MVP equivalent is. I don't even really care. And, um, yeah, good on Richmond for another dominant year, I suppose. Even though it's the Lions year, but again, I don't really care. Uh, Sunday morning, the UFC was on. UFC 2500 and whatever. My brother... I was speaking on, to him on the phone before. He's recovering pretty well. Uh, Robert Whittaker got up in a pretty pretty lopsided decision victory over Jared Cannonier. Um, opening round was a bit 50-50, but Robbie kind of put on the slates a bit and just tore him to pieces. Hit him with his beautiful leg kick that cracked him right on the buddy button. And props to him for standing up and keeping with it. But yeah, Jared was in a whole world of his own and Robbie just picked him apart like a buddy sushi train it was fantastic and um then that got followed up by Khabib versus Justin Gaethje now I wasn't too sure how this fight was gonna go um Khabib had a pretty tough weight cut and you could kind of see that something wasn't right given that his father unfortunately passed away due to COVID-19 in July I believe anyway um so leading up to the fight he's obviously having a tough weight cut um didn't look too crash hot but got into the fight 
first two minutes testing each other out and then it was just on Gaethje got in I think 29 significant strikes got a pretty decent couple hits on Khabib but it was just a that was it really there's nothing really um stopping Khabib after about five minutes it was unreal um I went downstairs to get a coffee at the break I thought I had a time I come back upstairs and sure enough um Khabib's got Gaethje's to his dick in a triangle and that was a that was it anyway it was a bit sad to see him retire at the end of it too it's understandable I got daddy issues and I get I get how he feels but yeah what a stellar career for a 31 year old or 32 I'm not even too sure um but god damn it good on hell of a career I don't think we'll see him back unfortunately but it is what it is and that kind of opens up the lightweight division now because you got recently signed Michael Chandler um not the guy from Friends ha <laughs> oh god um not him you got him you got Conor McGregor you got Dustin Poirier you got the brother from across the ditch Dan Hooker you got Justin Gagey um and some other brothers in the lightweight division but um yeah that was the UFC that got wrapped up Tuivasa got a nice uppercut win on some big Russian bloke and put him to bed um so I watched that in the morning and then kind of just went about my day currently got exams and shit on at the moment so it's pretty pretty flat out with the old study and the old book skis and all that whatever um I'm gonna stop saying ski at the end of the words it doesn't really sound that interesting um anywho got to around 6.30 and the game of all games the Panthers versus Melbourne Storm kicked off I um remortgaged the home on Panthers so unfortunately uh, I am now homeless and I do hope this podcast actually makes me a bit of traction because yeah I'm actually out of cash um I was hoping the Panthers would get up but yet again I am led disappointed Storm played well and I mean there's a few standout players obviously Pappenhusen got his MVP and played defensively like a genius um Adokar did whatever Adokar does. Cameron Smith was just being the goat because, you know, what else are you supposed to do? And, um, look, they're just all over them. Panthers had a good run at the back end, but unfortunately too short, too late, or too little, too late, whatever it is. Um, and, yeah, I didn't really watch too much of the game. I kind of in and out. Um, but, you know, good on them. They had a good season. Good chance they'll be around for the next two. And... Yeah, shit, that was pretty much my weekend, really. Um, I started taking new pills on Friday, trying to fix up a few issues. Anyway, I got told that the list of side effects are uh, varying. And I thought, well, you know, roll the dice, I'm not going to get all of them, so I'll see which ones I get. Anyway, you get your standard ones like nausea, a bit of dizziness, uh, nervousness, shaking the feet, um... The tips of your fingers go a bit cold, which is fine. That's okay. Another side effect was for two weeks, you, your uh, risk of suicide increases dramatically. So, dramatically, not dramatically. Um, and I'm like, well, that's yeah, that's a bit of a roll of the dice, isn't it? So, so far, so good. However, um, currently battling with one of the other side effects being erectile dysfunction. Um, was quite surprised how um, much that would actually hit me a bit. 
I woke up Saturday morning because I started taking them Friday. I woke up Saturday and I'm like, oh, okay, it's chilling. Nothing too ordinary yet. And um, then I realized that, geez, I'm just actually focused. I'm kind of locked in on what's going on. And I realized, geez, I'm not particularly horny or anything like that. And then before I knew it, I realized, holy, holy guacamole, I've got erectile dysfunction. Um, so obviously I conducted a few science experiments to see whether such was um, true. And after two case studies, I can confirm that I'm currently suffering from ED, erectile dysfunctionitis. Um, I'll be honest, it's actually pretty fucking funny. It's pretty, f it, like, I feel fine. There's no real change in my personality or anything like that. I'm not still the same level of macho macho, but it's just funny knowing that I'm no longer in control of my piece. Which meat and tackle just doesn't work as much as it used to, and I'm okay with it. I'm proud. I'm not, I'm coming out about it, not coming out, but I'm coming out about having ED. And if you are listening and you also suffer from ED, feel free to call me on the text line or send me some mail and I'll address it in the next podcast but um yeah aside from that it kind of seems counterintuitive that the uh, side effects include wanting to commit suicide and nervousness seeing they are antidepressants and anti-anxiety pills but you know I'm not the doctor end of the day I'm just a bloody computer nerd or try to be um and a part-time podcaster at the moment all by myself here <sighs> but aside from that, Josh's weekend was quite good. I'd ask James what he did for the weekend, but obviously that idiot's not here. God, I hate Ashgrove. Ashgrove sucks. I don't know if you've ever been to Ashgrove, but Ashgrove is the worst suburb I've ever been to. Like, you've had... you've. <sighs> Sorry, I'm about to go on a bit of a tangent here. Depending on which part of Brisbane you live, you know, if you're on the south side, you probably don't get to see the north that much. So you don't particularly get to see the wonders of uh, Banya and Capera and Arana Hills and the hood where I used to grow up. But um, anyway, it hit a point where my family finally got a piece of the pie and we got to move to Barden, or Bardon, as the French uh, occupiers once called it. And it rivals with Paddington and Ashgrove. Now, Ashgrove, when I first uh, moved to bottom was you know quite hippity dippity pretty cool had a few good restaurants and it was all right however it has plateaued for 10 years and it just sucks every row there's either a bump or the worst set of lights i've ever seen in my life ashgrove mums are known as a um sort of stereotype of the women there who uh yeah I, i'm pretty sure that 98 percent of mums in Ashgrove, one, a stay-at-home, two, only wear active wear, and three, go to Woolies every fucking day. And I'm fucking sick of it, because you go and look, you expect them to be nice a little bit, because they are mothers, and you know, who doesn't love their mother, but God, they are the scariest women I've ever met. Anyway, I get very nervous going to Woolies Ashgrove, because I've got to run around and all that, and granted, it doesn't help when I... Um, during the middle of COVID picked out the beans with my own hand I kind of forgot about the whole thing and I got booed out of Woolies but oh well here's what it is um, not like in catch erectile dysfunction I don't know what they're all worrying about for fuck's sake but anyway 
overall, Ashgrove is just plateaued. It sucks. There's nothing really that interesting. The GP got renovated, which is sweet, but my dentist moved, so that sucks. I've got to go to Ferny Grove now, which is probably better, to be honest. Like, you look at Capera, that place used to be... I can say this because I live there. used to be an absolute dump. However, they got an Audi now. They're doing quite all right. Got an Audi. They've still got, like, two Zarafas. They have the last Eagle Boys in all of Australia. And what else they got? They got two Maccas within um, 500 metres, which, if you ask me, is what sets up a dynasty. Um, but, yeah, overall, God almighty, I hate Ashgrove. I went to school at Maris, which was great, despite all the pedophiles and all that. But then again, that wasn't particularly our generation. They were a bit more low-key about it, which was sweet. <sighs> but that was a pretty good school, to be honest. Um, first year that I got there, they used to have a fight club down at the um, hockey cages after school on a Friday. I was all organised and I was betting. It was unreal. However... The uh, principal didn't like that when he first got there and that got changed and slowly over time the school kind of got a bit more tight. Um, but yeah, it was pretty good school. Got a pretty good education from there. Culturally, not particularly academically. I'm, as you can tell, I'm not the brightest of uh, people, not the sharpest tool in the shed, but you know, street smarts, you can't knock me on that. Um, but yeah, some people didn't get the street smarts either. I remember the there's a creek that ran along just on parallel to the school anyway the greenskeepers uh, the groundskeepers went down there once um, to clean it out and they found about half a dozen bongs which you know pretty standard however uh, some of the boarders decided to put their names on it because you know you never know which bong's going to be yours and um, those boarders happen to still be going to the school so they uh, no longer went to the school after that because yeah if you get caught with your your name on a bong in a creek it'll really do that to you but yeah Morris is pretty good despite the Royal Commission real um, finding out that there 30% of the priests and brothers were accused pedophiles aside from that little fact don't don't pay any attention to that it's not a big deal pedophilia is not a big problem that is sarcasm by the way um, yeah it was all sweet um yeah, I graduated there and then I went to QT, which, um, seeing I'm there right now, I won't make any comments in case this podcast does blow up, but, um, I won't make any comments about that, but let's just say I do currently enjoy being at JMC quite a lot. And speaking of propping things up, I may as well move on to my first sponsor, uh, Moose Mobile, Moose, Moose, Moose Mobile. If you are, um, a tight ass such as myself and most of your money goes to food and porn subscriptions and you want to scrape together a little phone plan for yourself then head on over to moose mobile they've got some delicious plans you can tell because it's got a moose on it so you can search that one up um they run through optus from what my mate's dad tells me and their business is completely legitimate all their workers are in australia and um so he tells me and the plans are quite cheap um I don't know how cheap. Personally, I'm still on Optus. I'm waiting for my plan to be approved. But yeah, it's a new sponsor. I thought I'd chuck that through, so feel free. And if you're looking to book out a spot on this show for advertising, please hit me up. Um, Again, I am dead broke at the moment, so I am looking for some 
quick and easy cash um, not in that way but yeah if you're looking for some nice advertising space if this podcast does bl- does blow up uh, feel free to hit it through um, oh yeah no I took a break yesterday what's, that, what's today Monday uh, I took a break yesterday because it was Sunday all the obscure um, television shows pop on channel 9 that shouldn't be there anyway I turned the TV on sure enough Ellen's on there Oh boy, um, look, oh, I'm not prejudiced in any way, I'm a pretty crazy guy and I don't use the word hate very often, despite two minutes ago talking about Ashgrove, but Christ do I hate Ellen, like, look, she was cool back in the day, man, when she had a little comedy thing going, whatever, but she's just become a big, just bitch, like, I remember watching her maybe 15 years ago or so, and that was that was cool. That was that was funny. That was back when TV was TV. However, as soon as Modern Family came in and the New World Order started to take over and people's minds were being controlled, um, Ellen became a medium for mind control. I don't know if you've seen her too. She's been recently wearing an ankle monitor, which is a whole different conspiracy. And I don't have enough time to get into all that. But anyway, I um don't like Ellen and it brought me some joy to find out that um, her studio was being accused of uh, sexual misconduct I was about to say academic misconduct which I currently are not not under anymore I had to deal with that I uh, gave my assignment and part of my exam because it was all online last semester because of COVID it was a um, big pandemic coming out of China if you've seen about that one anyway QT decided to have us at home for exams and stuff so here I am, um, just finished my assignment, my brother, my, yeah, brother, um, mate of mine was under the pump and I thought, hey, look, here's the thing, just chuck that out and uh, submit, have a look and submit it, right? Anyway, dipshit um, decides to copy the whole thing and quote unquote, Oh, I thought that's how you're supposed to do it. So I got done for that, and then the same thing for the exam. And um, yeah, now I'm on a QT blacklist, really, and I'm currently under supervision. Although assessments gets watched with a close eye. Um. So yeah, moral of that story is trust your mates, but not too much. Uh, anyway, back to Ellen. Sorry, I got a few different thoughts going on at the moment. Um, back to Ellen, yeah, she just sucks, man, the worst human being, like, put me on a desert island with, oh, God, I don't know, Rolf Harris, I'd rather that than Ellen, to be quite honest, but, no, well, I wish her show the best, I hope she does okay, no, I don't, um, it was interesting, it was the episode where she had, uh, Michael, uh, sorry, Michelle Obama on. Now, I don't know if you heard about this, and this might be a bit controversial, and I'd hate to uh, get Joan Rivers over this, but um, I don't, look, I don't believe it. I don't 100% go chips in on this theory, so don't quote me, and if the Clintons are listening to this, then please, look, it was, it was a joke, it was a joke. We'll, take, we'll say this is a joke for the sake of um, satirical content. Anyway, I believe that Michelle Obama's a man. Um... Uh, obviously this is a podcast so I can't really show you the visual evidence because I do have a pretty stimulating PowerPoint for this baby 
So I might leave a link on the uh, Twitter account if you want to follow. Um, no, I've got to make one. I don't even have a name for the podcast yet, sorry. Um, but yeah, no, look, I'll get around to um, putting that up and the second episode I'll follow it up. However, I am of the opinion that Michelle or Michael Obama could in fact be a man and that's no that's no big issue I don't really I don't really care it's just that I find it funny imagine that Michelle Obama gets brought into office next election after Joe whatever and the brother John Donald Trump gets in or whoever it is um the next election when Michelle runs picture this she finally gets in the office and inauguration standing there with Barack she got this dress on. She lifts it up and there's a big piece. That would be the funniest shit I've ever seen, man. And it would bring me a lot of joy. I, again, I don't care if she's actually Michael or not. I just think that shit would be funny. But yeah, overall, I think Michael or Michelle packs heat. And that's fine. No dramas. Just be open about it. Stop lying to us. Um, but as I mentioned, you currently got Joe Biden and Donald Trump going off at the moment. And, look, everyone goes about the argument and, oh, you can't have Trump in again, blah, 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 blah. But they seem to forget the point that Joe Bonin's a old, senile man with dementia. Um, and to be quite honest, if there's anyone I don't want hovering over nuclear launch codes and the world's biggest economy, it's a man who, one, forgets what day it is, two, pulls his pants down at Kmart for no reason, and three... Um, can't answer a simple question as in how are you look i'm not saying donald trump's the answer because that brother's delusional in himself um i do respect him for getting to the presidency just as a piss take because that's obviously just what happened shout out to our 160 186 espresso bar by the way that's another sponsor that i got um i don't really care about who's in and i mean donald trump is his own entity and I do respect him for getting there, but God, he can't let that dementia-ridden old man get in. Like, he was... I watched the first presidential election where they were going at each other, and they had that weird little guy trying to uh, intermediate it, which didn't work out, because he was like a five-and-a-half-foot man with a small, soft-spoken voice. You, you're not going to... Uh, sorry, I'm just having a stroke here. I'm not really good with words. Um... And anyway, I was watching the two of them go at it, and Donald would just rip in. It was it was it was unbelievable. They asked Joe a question, and he would literally just sit there for about five seconds, load the question to his old nineteen ninety eight Microsoft head of his. It was slowly load. He'd get there. He'd answer the question by asking another question to himself. Ask him how his day was. He'd say it was a good day. And he'd kind of just have this conversation back and forth with himself. Donald would call him... Um, I don't want to use the word, but... A very rude word. And then... Um, Joe Biden would just repeat by saying, Oh, shut up, man. And that was pretty much for my three hours a couple of weeks ago. And it's kind of crazy that someone who... Um, is meant to run the world's biggest country, or second world if you're second world's biggest country if you include Australia. Up oh, the fucking Aussies, mate. Um, it's kind of it's kind of scary to be quite honest, but I don't know. I'm not too fast. I'm pretty focused on Australia at the moment. 
Got the state election coming up and I don't care. Um, John T. Bush is my electorate lady and she's doing a pretty good job. There's this communist named Katenka or whatever it is who's buddy trying to get in for Greens, promising all these communistic ideas. 15,000 jobs for solar panels. Yeah, right, oh brother. Where are you going to find that? No, like, tell me, where are you going to find... Uh, sorry, I... Communism hits a bit of a soft spot in me. I'm not a big communist guy. But yeah, anyway, I, um, as a first episode of this podcast, I would like to endorse John T. Bush for the electorate of Cooper for this coming election on Saturday. She has my vote, and I'm sure she has my fans' vote. Um, but yeah, I think Labor will get in again, given how they've gone. Anastasia's obviously lost the plot a little bit, but, you know, who hasn't? Um... I'd lose the pot if I was working next to QUT for eight years in a row. But, ignoring all that, Queensland's doing a pretty good job at the moment. God, I love living here. Brisbane is the best average capital city in the world. I mean, we got a river, but it's like shit. But it's a good river, everyone loves it. There's about eight bridges that go over it. None of them get you to where you want to go. Um, the city's fantastic, despite the lingering smell which I don't know it might be just a collection of homeless people and a bit of a draft coming down from the south I don't know what that smell is but you know that smell when you go through Brisbane um there's a culture kings um there's an apple you got Chermside you got Indrapilly Indrapilly's on the up too um got Carindale shops you got Winter Garden, you got Garden City, you got a whole heap of things that you can do here but not really do. If you want to go to the beach, you got a Nudgy Beach, which is always somehow overcast. Um, but yeah, overall, I actually love Brisbane, it's easy to get around. Some great places to go. Also, I'd like to um, endorse the Boundary Hotel. Uh, I went there the other weekend. It was fantastic. Um, first time I've been there, it's like 30 floors high, so you can go wherever you want. Um, the lines were short. Drinks were relatively cheap, not too bad. And it was a good mix. I got a few rum and cokes that night, and they were mixed up quite well. Not too tough, not too soft. It was very good. Um, got a few tables to sit down at. And, jeez, that was a funny night, actually. Um, yeah, went out with a few of my mates that night. Anyway, we got kicked out of the first place because my mate just decided to be himself. Like, we literally just kicked out because he's just being himself, which I kind of speaks to the character that he is. Anyway, um, and then again, I mean, five minutes later, he poked his finger down my throat and then knocked my rum and coke out of my hand. So it was probably fair enough that we did get kicked out. But nah, overall, I'll give the boundary probably about an eight and a half, nine out of ten. Only downside is when it rains, there's not much not much cover. So if you want to go out, just make sure you check the bomb beforehand. But um, yeah, oh, we went from boundary to Fridays. and Again, I don't want to use the word hate. I'm trying to get that out the old, old uh, word and area, whatever it is. Um, but I resent Fridays so much. It sucks. It is the worst place to go out to. Like, what's the point of going there? You go, you pay 10 bucks to go in and wait half an hour to pay for fucking $12 rum and coke. You go up, you get it. It's probably going to spill because it's in those stupid glasses that are conical, um, which 
Yeah, mine did get spilled. I forgot about that. Yeah, what a surprise that is. If you want to go for a smoke, you get packed into this little cattle shed of a place. And if you're halfway through your dart, you get asked to leave because they're in a rush and people need to get in, apparently. By the way, that's just a ruse. No one wants to get in there. There's a small little Indian man of a security guard who's like too ballsless to actually tell you to leave. So he gets his mate to do it, which kind of defeats the purpose of actually being a security guard in the first place. He's just delegating work. So unless he's the manager, he should get fired for the sake of... um saving the club money but it just sucks like it took me 20 minutes to get from one end to the other just because of how packed it is like so much for a COVID safe plan for fuck's sake like there's no dance floor I don't know it's just it just sucks I hate Fridays I saw some Broncos player um, mate of mine gassed gassed him up got a photo that was pretty cute, so I guess it was worth it for the time being. But overall, like, my experiences of Fridays have just been boring. Um, hear about back in the day when it used to be big and all that, but to be honest, it just sucks. It's so boring, man. But anyway, after that, went to the casino, the old lady. Went and paid her a visit. Um, and actually played the... I was pretty much counting cars on the roulette wheel. It was unreal. I was picking everything mate of mine lost everything on the first rip because of course he goes all in and that was the same one who put a finger down my throat and milked my rum and coke everywhere but um cleaned up there went to hungry jacks after i hope hungry jacks sponsored me at this some point because god almighty i love hungry jacks man if you're looking for a deal and you want to save some money on a nice decent lunch got the uh whopper hunger tamer is the greatest thing on earth for 14.95 anyway um mate of mine gets the mega jack and by the way that thing's a beast that thing like i've seen fast food burgers before i've been around town you know i'm a skinny guy but you know i've been to i've been to fast food before anywho he gets the mega jack and this thing's probably about um you know i can't really go yay why because you don't really have a video it's a big careful of a thing anyway he couldn't finish his meal with it and you can only finish the burger so um, I recommend getting the Mega Jack. However, he does have to get checked out for um, colon cancer because that has kind of sat in his gut for the f- past week. But um, aside from that, that's pretty much been my last two weekends. Um, not a great deal's been going on. Just been studying a fair bit. Um, kind of just came for these holidays to roll around, really. As I said, the election's this weekend. Now, if you're a punter... Oh, definitely loading up on labour. They're probably paying, I think they're paying about dollar fifty. And if you want to hop on Cooper, i.e. Jonty Bush, she's paying about a dollar twelve ish, I think. A bit of a lock. Um if you want to lose money, vote on that communist Katinka. Look, I I I get the point of the Greens party and the alternative view and kind of balancing things out. But think of a good idea for once. Like how fucking hard is it? Like I look at the thing, uh, whatever, the billboard shit every time I drive by about all the brilliant ideas they got. As I said, they got 15,000 jobs going to solar. They're going to put a park in. Oh, yeah, sweet. That's that's good. More place for pedophiles to hang out. Um, and it's like, you, you have all these ideas, but you, you, can't, you can't actually bring them to fruition because you don't know how. There's so many... Okay, well... <sighs> I'm trying to calm down. I have, I've been under a lot of stress lately. It hasn't been easy dealing with erectile dysfunction. 
Um, yeah. Okay. We're cool. We're cool. We're cool. Sorry. It's been a. It's been a tough few days. Um, even though I said it's funny, and trust me, this shit is. Um, it is. It's quite an ordeal to deal with waking up and not knowing that you, you know, got the old wood as you used to. Um, and it's a bit daunting when you get an idea in your head and doesn't really do it for you anymore which you know it, it's it's fine it's fine it's something to deal with but god it's scary man i got told that these uh pills if i was to stop taking them the uh, side effects would be reversed within two days which is which is fine but i hope that's true because i i'm 19 years old i was hoping i'd deal with erectile dysfunction when i was 70 maybe 75 if i got there because you know live fast die young baby but um yeah i I was really hoping I'd get like a form of cancer before I got erectile dysfunction or lost my hair because I'm also going grey at, at this moment too there's a few greys starting to pop up and starting to start a bit of an ex, uh, what's the word existentialism in me um, I've obviously seen my dad go through a midlife crisis so I know how to do it um, but yeah I think after uni's done in two and a half years I'm going to um, go to Bali find myself a nice um, girlfriend and then move to the Gold Coast and live there. I'm going to try surf every day. Um, go out on the weekend and that's going to be my lifestyle, I think. I don't know what I'm going to have for a job. Probably sales, even though I study mathematics and software. Probably something in sales. No, 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 real estate and business. Yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to come home to my lovely Thai wife every evening and um, have four kids. I think that's my plan now. So it's funny how much erectile dysfunction kind of um, changes the view on the world. It's definitely brought things in perspective for me. You know, I thought I'd be living forever, but now I've got a realistic time span. So I guess the moral of the story for erectile dysfunction, ED, whatever you want to call it, um, your shit don't work, is that um, time flies when you're having fun and you don't really have too much of it. So make sure you make the most of it. If you're going to have a midlife crisis, do it with an absolute bang. And, um, yeah, that's all I really got to say, to be quite honest. Um, but yeah, thank you for coming in for this first podcast. Um, unfortunately, as I said, Jimmy's not here due to events that happened on the weekend and he's currently getting checked out today. Hopefully there's a second episode. Um, if not, I hope you enjoy this one. If you're looking for advertising space, please let me know. I am desperate for cash. And um, I'll link a PowerPoint presentation to the release of this for the Michael Obama theory. And yeah, have a nice week, guys. And I'll hopefully see you on the next one.